take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Big Gold fat start, bitches. Again. Let's go. Get used to it. Gonna do it again next week, man. That's 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 the cool thing to do nowadays, anyway, isn't it? But that's the cool start. thing. Yeah, you I just mean, start talking. Our intro well, kind of says our name. Oh yeah, we do have an intro. That's I right. Made it. So a slave. This is from the pit. So it's a lukewarm start. When we talk about stuff. Oh, yeah. it's a radio. It's a podcast. Uh, it's it's a thing. It's a well, thing. we're here now. That's what matters. How was everybody's week? Oh, my week was fucking ass. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh God. Fuck this week. Fuck you. Did you have four teeth removed from your skull? Uh, no. I did. That's congratulations. I still had a shitty week. <laughs> Were you allowed to enjoy food? Yes. Yeah. Did you enjoy food, though? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> well, that was your fault. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, anyway. Other than me going hungry, uh, what, what else you got? What else happened this week? Uh, punk rock bowling happened this weekend. Punk rock bowling. Dude, I'm so bummed I wasn't able to catch that, but how was it? Oh, dude, it was fucking killer. Um, a lot of really good bands, but, you know, the, the, the four that I was really fucking hyped to see were the, the last four playing. Um. They were really good at bowling, too. (laughs) Were they? Oh, I don't. I wasn't there. (laughs) I was hoping that was a Ah, uh, but yeah, H two O. I would love to see the Descendants bowl. H two O, the Subhumans, Dag Nasty, and the Descendants. Uh, yeah, the first two I've seen before, but but Dag Nasty <laughs> and the Descendants, two bands that I was I was starting to think I'd never see. Uh, it, it was a hell of a thing to to be that close to fucking Brian Baker, mm-hmm. who's been responsible for writing some of my favorite riffs. Were, were you of uh, all time? Were you? Was there any like opportunity to be social with with any of these bands? Or no, was no. It was at the Stone Pony, which um, oh, okay. is so notorious for not understanding subculture, despite the fact that they've <laughs> been a part of it in Asbury for forty plus years. That's a shame. Um, they actually, the, the Hard Times posted a picture someone took. From outside, had a uh, fucking a sign up that said, uh, "No studded clothing or jewelry allowed." Jesus. <laughs> I, and I saw, I saw a kid oh, get shit. turned away for wearing a studded fucking vest, and I was like, "It's no punk rock bowling way. for fuck's sake!" Like, that's kind of intense. Um, yeah, they. I was, I was kind of hoping that that, they, was that sign was irony. In Boston last year. Mm. Was that Boston? Where they... Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a big thing about fucking stage chat. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I loved how little the crowd gave a fuck. A few of the people who crowd surfed to the front managed to slip past security onto the stage and then fucking jumped over security, over the fucking barrier <laughs> into the crowd, and they looked so pissed every time it happened. And I loved it. Because they're fucking up at their job. That's well, one it, job. Look, I mean, I understand there's there's the concerns about fucking insurance and shit, but the problem is, like, when it comes to people crowd surfing forward, you're better off not having the guards or the barrier. Just let them get to the fucking stage. They're gonna yeah. turn right back around and jump right the fuck back no, off I, anyway. I've seen I've seen a hundred percent more issue with the the guard guard barrier. Yeah, because then there's there's dead space for people to just fall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and the God. thing is, on top of that, 
these fucking assholes, every time they see someone coming forward, and they could have been they 50 rip feet them back, down and well, they stand on the rail right in front of my fucking face. And, and at uh, one point, I was yeah. like, hey, buddy, I'm glad I paid 50 bucks to watch your fat your fat fucking gut in my face. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah. but uh, that aside, uh, it so was... wait, this was at, like, we walked past that place. The Stone Pony. Stone yeah. Pony, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had, like, they had, like, the, the bouncer barrier. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Why? Uh, it's I mean their their summer stage is big. Yeah, okay. I imagine it's it's really it's, big. They're a part of the subculture. Like they're they're a pretty popular venue. Like, yeah, it's about the Stone it's weird because I I everyone I know who's been there uh, more than once or twice has some has had some negative run-ins with mm. staff, and it's kind of like man, how? Yeah, you know, I, I look at this is hardcore, which is put on by fucking Joe and his crew every year. They're not a huge like. They're not a big iconic name, but shit runs so much smoother at every <laughs> This Is Hardcore than I've ever seen anything run at the Stone Pony. I think uh, a bit of the truth is, especially with, like, you know, our culture, you, you kind of need to have been to a few shows before you start making calls, because things operate a little bit differently. Well, and I think that's part of the thing, like, with This Is Hardcore, uh, the Electric Factory is cool enough to just be like, uh, we're just gonna let you run everything, do your thing for the <coughs> weekend, don't burn down the fucking venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, with the Stone Pony, um, it's, it's borderline corporate run, you know, so it's like, there's a world of difference there. Uh, do you remember what happened not a few months ago with, I think it was Philadelphia, was, um, one of their districts was pushing for, uh, police regulation on venues oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah whatever yeah. happened they, with that again I, I i don't think it went through they've been trying <coughs> to push that through for years now fuck that um yeah, yeah it's the yeah the implications were really fucked yeah but um that would not go well for either party <clears throat> speaking no. of uh there'd be so much more tension at shows oh yeah but uh speaking of other fucked up things that occurred uh, while the subhumans were playing, they were asked to stop cursing in between songs. They were told that uh, <laughs> no they were told that kids on the beach were complaining. So he said he was like, he mentioned it. He's like, we've been told to to, to stop cursing in between songs. We can still curse during songs, but told to stop cursing in between songs because the kids on the beach are complaining. He's like, the kids are complaining about cursing. It's like fair enough, I guess. Like, <laughs> fair enough. I, you know, how else do you respond? But I was like, wow, that's. Uh, and I guess it. I kind of I thought about it for a little bit because I was like, it's the subhumans. They've been around forever. They could have very well pulled the punk rock move of being like, fuck that, and saying whatever they want. But it being the venue, it is. They would have fucking pulled the plug on them, and then a bunch of people would have missed out on their set. So I think they were thinking more of the fans. So even the Descendants came out to do an encore. They were going to do another song, and as as Milo was announcing it, uh, I guess someone ran up, and he was like, oh, I guess we're done, and they pulled everything. And it's like, <sighs> that sucks, man. You know, I've been waiting fucking 20 years to see the Descendants. I want to see up, man. everything they want to do, but, you know. I mean, it was still a fucking great time. Hey, I mean, from- a lot of people might know the name because they might operate a little bit more professionally should should we say i mean but that doesn't necessarily mean 
I don't know. You, I know remember, you know better than I do. One of my best venue experiences, actually, was at the uh, Starland Ballroom. <clears throat> yep. Oh, yeah, like, that, that, that... But those are the names, like, what was the, what's the other one, Starland Ballroom? What's the one on the uh, boardwalk? House of Blues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, is it is it like a House of Blues place where it gets attention on, like, a bigger level? It's kind of yeah. similar to that, yeah. Because it's the same thing, like, I remember going to see uh, Atmosphere at House of Blues, and security was was they'd stand on the outside and you'd see a flashlight point in and they'd grab kids smoking joints Uh, and shit and rip like a friend of mine who wasn't even involved happened to be near something got brought down to the fucking police station and had to fucking talk his way out of it I was like, they couldn't even just like expel the person no, that they thought man, was smoking weed they're they're harsh as a mother it's it's so (laughs) fucked man yeah first unitarian church all the way Oh yeah, I mean any of the the smaller venues. Can really. I say that right? Speaking of, like yeah. kind of smaller, okay. but has everyone here ever been to the silo? No. no. You want to talk about like a tough? Um, they must have had an incident there at some point in time. I went there once. It was to see uh, who the hell was I even seen that night? I know Dying Fetus was playing, and Dying Fetus. I think the Faceless. But, like, as soon as we get there, there's, like, signs all over the place, like, there is no weapons allowed. Whoa. And now, normally, when you go into a venue, you get the pat-down. Mm-hmm. They were checking hats inside yeah. collars. They were doing the full, like, deep, pull out your pocket. Deep, and... deep, deep in pockets. Yeah. Spread your cheeks and lick your sack. I going to say butthole. You know. Safety. <coughs> I was there butt-ass naked. I mean, like, on one hand, it's like, it's gotta be tough to be a venue, like, landlord guy, whoever owns those places. Right. But, um, on the other hand... I'm spinning the dice at every show. I mean, I just think you gotta evaluate your customer base and then become intimate with that. you gets to fucking, like, do a thing every year, considering all the shit that goes down at those shows. Yeah, but... People really like. I mean, they the money is what speaks there. I mean, think about even Magfest. Like, were, what happened? Been two stabbings like for the past two years in that in the show. And at Magfest, you know, we weren't the only one to have somebody leave in a, you know, in a uh, ambulance. Well, and yeah, that's the thing with with the the big concern is insurance. And XTU is so fucking massive that they don't have to worry. They'll that's just, what I mean. They've like, got the money to just be like, fuck it. It all works out for them in the end. What I was going to say, I was with the silo, Sad. even though it had that, like, like going into I was like, oh, God, this is going to be... I was worried about being able to, like, do pits. No. Like, that was still fine. Like, they just wanted to make sure, like... That's fair, man. Which is. Like, <clears throat> that's how me and my buddy were looking at each other. We're like, they had to have had an incident. Well, like, especially... To get to that point. Looking at, like, when, when you look at, like, the fucking mid-2000s... Um, uh, another club in Asbury, Club Deep, that I went to see um, a couple bands at, but you know, I, I think it was like two weeks after I was there, there was uh, a fucking FSU-related stabbing, oh, and oh, Club Deep's gone. So, like, you know, I don't blame... Like, when I went out to Reverb for Tsunami Fest, they checked everything. They even made me fucking open my mod to make sure there wasn't something inside of it, and I was like, you know, it's cool. I know there's, like, it's a crew That's... running this, they're... There have been some issues in hardcore in the past. We better play it fucking safe than sorry. That's. I'm always a fan of safe than sorry. I mean, it it sucks to have your hypothetical weed caught on the way in, but you're really there for one thing. Yeah. So. 
safety before selfishness. Yeah, well, and, you know, you, if you really need to fucking, if you really need to light up to, to see the fucking show, do it ahead of time. Yeah. I hypothetically would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically. Oh, that magical word. <laughs> what, light up? That's a phrase. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um. So I heard Metallica was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. On that note, we never got the Metallica Budweiser. Did it happen? Did it? I, I don't. Know. I never heard anything about. I would have. I would have assumed that like everyone would have posted something. That it was just regular Budweiser. They just had it in a different can. Well, yeah, that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm literally betting it's all. You're just you're gonna pay another dollar fifty for the yes. fucking dumb shit yeah, logo. You're probably right, but I still would have thought when the cans came out, you know, the the metal blogs would have posted about it. Yeah, I would have seen it somewhere, something. They're still trying to get the drums right. No, as I say, what if the, those drums <laughs> were empty Budweiser cans? That's why they got <laughs> the endorsement. God damn it! What I was about to say is, what if when you're done drinking that can? Flicking it will make the exact same sound of a snare. It will. Yeah. That's a shame. No, I don't. 100% Every can you drink, <laughs> you can play St. Anger! You get, you get the empty six-pack of cans in your trash can and just shake it around. Oh, shit. Anyway. This is frantic. So, I think we covered frantic them about as much as I wanted to on the show. Huh? I think we covered them about as much as I wanted to. What I think we were saying earlier is that they're coming out with a new album... We, we're, there's that part where it's like I don't want to hear this but there's that, <laughs> that curiosity because like yeah. that was one of those names it's like a that car when crash. Uh, no it's never like like you think about Ride the Lightning <coughs> and you think about it, you're like maybe maybe we'll get it the, again the talent is there they could do it that's it but you know as soon as that first note plays you're gonna go oh they fucked it up again hmm <laughs> Just <laughs> that, that that first. Eh, oh nope, we're done. We're done here. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I'll give it a listen because I always fucking do. But I, they, what I always think back to is that fucking making a monster documentary about Saint Anger, and there's a moment that stands out in my mind. They're they're talking about how it's the first time where they're letting essentially cross writing happen, like. Yeah, well, everyone can write lyrics, or everyone can suggest guitar fills, or this or that, and, you know, uh, and, and apparently everyone voted against solos, because, you know, yeah. why the fuck would those be on a Metallica album? Yeah. But, so, what well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Metallica be literally only released in Canada. <laughs> well, that's funny. That's but, kind of uh, funny. I think that's where their fan base is. Safety. At, at one at one point, uh, I remember fucking Kirk Hammett saying, "I've got some lyrics." And I'm like, all right, what is it? And he says, "My lifestyle determines my, my death, death style." style. And yeah. fucking James Hetfield like explodes laughing, and then it's in a fucking song. In fucking is that in frantic? I I don't even fucking remember. Even know. so, that's the same song with frantic TikTok. Which, yeah, once again, when I heard that, I was just like, I was like, oh, God. Have Ooh. you ever been frantic rolled? I don't want to. Somebody, like, like they, it's, the song plays all the way up to frantic, and then um they just loop it. Frantic, tick, 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 t
I am the table. That's all I have to say. Uh, I'm sure we all recall Lulu. Oh, backtracking us uh, just a tiny bit. And speaking of new albums, uh, The Descendants announced a new album. Nice. Which is cool. fucking huge. Were you... The song How long has it been since... That, like, a, uh... that was the new song. Okay. How long has it been since their last album? Oh, God. Um... Let me double check that real quick. But the new album uh, called Hypercathium Spazinate will be out <laughs> July 29th. Uh, really? You can that yeah, soon? that soon. Jesus, you can you can check out the first single, uh, Victim of Me. Um, now it, it's out there. Pre-orders are up. There's all sorts of cool shit. You can get like the fucking the vinyl along with another EP. So it's like 20 fucking songs for like 30 bucks. Uh, it, it's it's a good deal. You should take it. Everyone should. Everyone should buy that shit. Buy. Consume. Um, I'm looking up the date that Cool to Be You was released. 2004. So it's been about 12 years. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm really fucking excited. That was it. What you played earlier, that sounds awesome. Yeah, they they really didn't lose their step, man. It's still really, you know, um, it's just straightforward. It is what it is, man. They've been doing the same thing. It's cool, and it doesn't sound very tainted. No, yeah, it it doesn't have that. It's like, uh, you know, when the new Refused album came out, and it's like, you can hit, it's them, but it's not them. That's really I feel not the, the case. the same way about the new Thrice album. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wanted it, I, I, like, Dustin and Teppy, I wanted that album to jive with my taste, but it just doesn't. Well, and it's amazing to me, you know, Thrice, comparatively, is is a, a young band compared to The Descendants and Dag Nasty, who have both oh, no, put you're out... Right. You're right. Very uh, right. Who have both put out new material this year and who both fucking went at it as passionately as they ever have. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess there's just something about some bands. There's a discussion there, and I don't know if I want to open that can right now. Why about, not? What else we got to talk yeah. about? Because <sighs> I don't know even where I sit on the whole, like, there's your fans' expectations, and then there's your growth, and what do you document? Do you document everything? Do you only try to <clears throat> to um, merchandise on, like, the stuff you know? Like, I would hate to say to somebody, like, Panic at the Disco, or, or uh, what's the one you're really into? Fallout Boy. That, that's the one. <laughs> I would hate to tell them, like, look. Go back and play your old shit. You, were you start you were, you right, know. like you were more valuable artistically. Then you're gonna regret what you did later. Maybe not. Well, I, so I think what it really boils down to there is like, of course, there's gonna be some some change in sound for a band over the years, and people are gonna move in new directions. Um, even with the the Descendants and Dagnasty, if you listen to their first albums and listen to what they've released now, there are differences. <coughs> it, it's grown. Um, and some people are gonna like that. Some people aren't. I think what it really boils down to is like you can you can tell when th- there's just a certain feel to an album when an artist has changed their sound almost like specifically to grab a larger audience versus when they're doing it and that's just what they're passionate about. And I, granted, I mean, 
I can't say for sure ever. You never really can, but there's certain times when it just seems fucking obvious. And with Thrice, that's kind of what it seems like. Like there, like it just seems like another Thrice album for the sake of releasing another Thrice album. I mean, that's probably true, because. Well, I mean, I don't really know. The band's always been very legitimate in their like documentaries and stuff. Sure, I, um, you know, I, I don't. Again, like I said, I can't really ever say for sure. No, and that's what I was gonna about the follow up was like I don't know these people. It, at the end of the day, it could also just be that they, you know, the spark is gone. They're not writing like they used to, and it's not that they don't want to. Maybe it's just. Well, that's what I was saying with the whole like, what do you ask an artist to do is like. Because there's a counter, like, I'm almost being hypocritical when I say to Fall Out Boy not to produce music that their fans want, because that's obviously what they're doing, but I don't know, I feel like there needs to be this nice balance between artistry and expectation, I guess, I don't know. I think it's a matter of sincerity. Yeah. And I think you can tell when it's not sincere. Okay. Yeah. Death Magnetic was not sincere. No. (laughs) <laughs> like, and, and, and sadly that was them just trying to prove a point but, you know yeah yeah yeah. you took the words right out of my fucking mouth because yeah. it's, it's inarguably musically a better album than St. Anger yes, yes it is but it's still just a pile of shit nothing and on it's it. like you're right it's not inspired nothing new you're right it's nothing like, even created well and the thing is like I would take Slayer's newer material over Metallica's any day of the fucking week. Oh, yeah. And again, that's nothing new or even necessary. But it, probably even say the same for Megadeth, honestly. There's, yeah, but there is something. You, you, I forget which who it was who threw the word out, but inspired is the perfect fucking word. When Slayer writes a new album, it, they're doing it because they want, they, they feel something. There's They feel the need, like a legit, like, it's time for a new Slayer album. Like, we have this material. The chari- well, every Chariot album that was put out till they broke up was amazing. Now, it's similar to what you were just saying in the sense that like Norma Jean, for a while, was a on on paper a better band, but once Josh left the band and went to the Chariot, he took all the passion, all the inspiration, all the angst from that first Norma Jean album and, and every every Chariot album was a success in my opinion yeah I mean that's it's really it, it's one of those things that seems so fucking subjective because there are a lot of people out there I keep going back to the same fucking example but there are a lot of people out there who fucking like Saint Anger yeah oh god yeah there are people but I mean they're, they're usually bad horrible people <laughs> <laughs> there are people out there this is true but you know it's one of those things where it's like they're I can't Trump supporters but yeah they're usually like yeah exactly I, I can't was, wasn't trying to say it <laughs> I can't tell you not to like that album you know that that's 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 the entirely subjective side mm-hmm. uh, whereas objectively I can tell you that uh, from from so many standpoints Kill 'em All is a much better fucking album. You might like St. Anger more. That's fine. But it's a shit. Like, I know quite a few people who who were like their general qualm with metal is just the fact that they can't understand what he's saying. I mean, 
I mean, so there's the you can at least understand. There's that that's like uh, every single word. It's the Morning View science argument. Science Incubus's first like noticed oh. album was amazing. Yeah, it was bizarre. Like, but uh, Morning View got the most acclaim as far as like boosting. Yeah, it's time, a good album. But at the same time, they, but still, it wasn't, they still had those songs of the science in their back catalog. So if you can't went to a live show, like, yeah, you it might wasn't hear them bust out some fucking old school. Shit. And the the thing with them, and I can't really speak past Morning View because they put out some stuff after that that I really didn't like. No, but, I agree. Uh, you know, some stuff that was clearly just like I mean. I heard what I thought was just uh, your average pop rock song one day, and then they're like, "Oh, that's the new Incubus." And I was yes. like, Oh God. No, yeah. They're, they're but done. That, um, tonight we drink to you. Yeah, some shit like that. The, yeah, that I never heard it again heard because I, I made it a point. Bands like them and Death Cab have died. But you know, um, I haven't heard anything new out of Death Cab. Like pretty much Death Cab for me is. They just, put that creepy song out, and then that was it. Oh, uh, uh, I will possess your heart. Creepy. Creepy shit. But but back to the official rating. <laughs> to the to the morning view discussion, even though it was more radio friendly, it was sti- like you said, it was still a good album. There was still yeah, really good songwriting happen. Uh, uh, and I again, I think that comes down to the sincerity. Was that morning the one view with, was um, Earth, the Earth Debella little shorts, like like um I remember. Oh, the- with warning and shit, like oh uh, like. Yeah, like they they had sort of a, a video storyline that they kind of created. With I like it. I don't know. Yeah. I like three albums from them, and there was the what? We were just talking about the hippos and stuff, and reading stories and. Is that that might be science? Science, fungus among us. Fungus was good. among us. No, but there was a there was okay okay there was a fungus fourth a fourth um, one that I found acceptable. Left of the murder. No, that's uh, that was no, I that was usually what people I understand why, but I kind of still dig a few songs on that. But that's like our. Um, that's usually why we tend to give you a lot of shit about yeah, things because like, I have I have a threshold that I I'm more accepting of music. You are I'm more open. You, like yes. <laughs> well, I'm quite far from a music Nazi. Oh. Well, like half of the room. <laughs> more, more. Just my mic is that half. <laughs> <laughs> he is the music fan. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Surprisingly, yeah, I never thought there would be someone who would be pickier than myself, but I think you got me <laughs> yes. beat there. But <laughs> well, I don't know. I, are, no, I have absolutely no right to I do. You are to much a lot of shit that I just cannot tell anybody, and I'm okay with that. Just don't listen to me. Everyone listening to us, um, don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, you, right are, you are certainly more vitriolic about the things that you dislike than I am, which is incredible, because <laughs> that takes some fucking work. We, we like, haven't talked about... Uh, when, when I, when, oh, shit. When, I was... Oh, hold on. At work the other day, there was a fucking Lamb of God CD on the ground. You know what I did? I almost took a, my phone out and said, that's where that shit belongs, and sent it to you. <laughs> I left it on the ground, did not take it home. I probably should have brought it home to you. I... I fucking don't know. I looked at the name, but I already forgot. If you said words, I, I'd probably remember. Ashes of the Wake? I wouldn't remember. Never no. mind. <laughs> 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 I'm Back sorry. To, um, they, don't, it, they don't deserve my ire nearly as much as I give them it, but it, I guess it was no, like, like, a personal experience. To be fair, though, with them, anything after Wrath, I'm kind of like, hmm, don't really care so much about. 
At this point, it's just almost like a sports rivalry. Yeah. I, just, I beat the horse dead because we all hate Metallica except for kind of Ron. And I don't know. Let's I wouldn't fair, say I hate Ron. I don't hate Metallica. I, we hate their current standings. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love a lot of their work. I don't really listen yeah, to no, that's Metallica fair. past, like... Black? Yeah, actually. Well, like, and even even those albums, even the Black album. Black album was the first album where they really just started. It was it was radio metal. It was, yeah, it started turning into well, that. Well, the, the but thing it was, is, but like through the Never, still good. Fucking yeah. Um, when I was ten, don't don't tread on me was my don't shit. Don't tread on me. <laughs> so so the, the, the thing with the thing with, with the Black album and Load and Reload is that as far as hard, as like a hard rock album goes, they're perfectly fine. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 the, the, the tough part is you know it's Metallica. It's, Metallica. Not hard rock Exactly. So it's like... <laughs> like, like Load and Reload kind of bugged me out a little bit, though, because, like, Hero of the Day is, like, like country rock borderline. Yeah, like, I do... Fuel you know. is a guilty pleasure of mine, though. The band Fuel? No. I was like, wow, If you were to go with those type of songs, I was more of a fan of Prince Charming. I like the. Uh, I don't hate the song Fuel King either. Never. I was just never going to admit that. Well, yes. We all we all just collectively yeah, admitted yeah, like yeah, songs yeah, off man. of. Load up, load. <laughs> okay, those are pretty good. We really like those. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of it's kind of trash, but goddamn, that gets me pumped. There's some stuff I really like from that era. But, you know, yeah. I, would I would I put it anywhere near the level? Of like Master of Puppets, fuck, fuck no. no. Okay, but um, safety. Oh Jesus! <laughs> How do you guys feel about uh, Justice and Justice for All? Oh, no. I like Justice for All. Like, um, dude, the Injustice versus Puppets. I if you I, if you had to pick one, you can only listen to one or the other. Right? That was that was puppets. too close to the er- Napster era. I just have no experience. I'd I'd have to go with Master of Puppets. What? It's Injustice just one of my all time favorites. <sighs> Like, they started talking shit on Napster, and I was, like, that was like not having it as a teenager. But that was, so, like, the late yeah, that 80s. Was that was before, like, the internet. Late 80s? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Justice for All was, was like before eight, Black Album. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, right before then, Black Album. And the, the Napster debacle the didn't happen until after Load and Reload. Yes. Um, Some Kind of Monster That's what I thought was, we were talking was about. the album that was... What was that? that was, oh, no, that was the name of the DVD. So for St. <laughs> Anger. For St. Anger. Some kind of monster. <laughs> I, I always just, I always forget this. Is it, is it? I just want my little Danish friend. I was crying on the couch. Crying. Why am I watching this? This is too personal. <laughs> this is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, I've never wanted to say that. Hold on. Hold on. It's too much disillusionment. Oh shit. Are you saying with the the problem with the. Master of Puppets versus Injustice for All argument for me is I really fucking love Dyer's Eve. God, that's... But the part of that song is ruined for me knowing that Lars had to, like, record it in segments and couldn't actually do the double bass the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's a shitty drummer. God! <laughs> piece of fucking garbage! Oh, the magic happened at work today. This is unrelated to metal and horror and anything, really. It's just hilarious. Okay. I feel I need to share it. So there's this dude that we hired recently, and his name will be, uh... Bob. Bob Jack. Bob Bob Jack. (laughs) Bob Jack is very gullible. (laughs) We uh, often jest with Bob Jack at Bob Jack's dispense, because he's gullible. 
So today, I don't know who he started this. No. <laughs> I don't know who started this, but I saw like a couple guys talking and, and you know, smirking and then Bob Jack walked over and then he, you know, and then he walked away. So I walked over and like, what's going on? Cuz like, you know, managers are often walking through and like whatever. So Someone had decided it was time to fuck with Bob Jack. And... <laughs> I like when stories Someone. Start. I like someone. And, you know, real quietly, the one dude, ta- you know, turns to me and he's like, told Bob Jack it's going to be a drug test today. <laughs> a lot of people at my work, hypothetically, smoke a lot of ganja. It's just the fact. Hypothetically. <laughs> everybody knows it. My job will also remain as Bob Jack. So I work at Bob Jack with Bob Jack. Okay. Um, you work at Jack Bob. At Jack Bob. Bob Jack. Because I really don't need Bob and the Jack. To, to hear their bullshit. Like, should this get back Bob Jack in and any Jack form? Bob. So he's all worked up. He's running around the shop. You know, he's like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah, I'm like, you better, <laughs> you better start drinking a lot of water. <laughs> you know. No way, dude. Whatever. So eventually he comes back over and like, I don't know, remember which one of us said it, but they're like, you should go up to our manager and be like, yo, can I go home? I don't feel good. Can I take my test like next week or something? Whatever. And I'm like, there's no fucking way Bob Jack is going to go up to our manager right now, straight faced and be like, yo, I'm not prepared for this test. (laughs) Bob Jack. Yeah, I think I'm going to go talk to the manager. I'm like, holy shit. Buddy that got me the job walks in. I'm like, you don't know what the fuck's happening right now. Watch this shit. He walks straight out the door because uh, our manager was like in the, in the parking lot. Uh, you let him well, do this. You're a bad person. <laughs> me? There's 16 of us that were all magically in on this thing that didn't need to be communicated. Well, like, it was like the unspoken fuck up fuckery. Because it's just so freaking simple. Like, no one mentioned this in the weeks coming up to it. There's no reason to believe that's true. He walks out and asks the dude. He starts playing along. He's like, oh, I guess I'll have to talk to the other manager. No. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> Until somebody finally, he's walking back in defeated. And they're all fucking with you. What's wrong with you? And he just comes up, like, middle no. fingers blaring. <laughs> and he was, <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe he walked up to our manager that's and was just fantastic. like, yeah. That's in, That's the last person. I, I know. Yeah. Okay, and if I would, it'd be like, oh god, I'm throwing up or something like that. I would not give We the- were like a bunch of giddy schoolgirls when he walked out the door. We were like, holy shit, he's going <laughs> out you there. You have a troll for a boss, too. Everybody there trolls everybody. I mean, like, we've been trolling this dude for like weeks, months even. And, like, I, I told him yesterday, don't trust a word I say. <laughs> Unless manager says it, don't listen to us. I kind of wish... You've been trained. I kind of wish that your business was, like, under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Jack Bob's is a good place to work. Good old Jack Bob's. And, and Bob Jack will get there. He just... <laughs> he's wow. learning. Yeah, he's, lear- he's getting the rough treatment. So that's a thing. Uh, anyone check out any new bands this week? Uh, yes. Um, technically, all right. Safety. Isn't that say a new band for me? But it is. So I got my wisdom teeth 
pulled out this week, which meant I was home for a bit. So I was just listening to some of my music. <clears throat> and something I wanted to talk about is this band called uh, Ashburn County, which mm. I played a track for you guys a little bit earlier today, who back in like 2012, they were really into some of the older like uh, 80s horror movies that dealt with like deranged rednecks in like that more like southern uh, setting that beings where they're from so they decided that they were going to make their own uh, horror movie so the first thing that they wanted to set out to do because one of the things that they thought was important was the soundtrack and they did a lot of like field recording some like ambient stuff accompanied that with instruments uh, some like drone synthesizers and stuff like that to come up with this which wound up turning into a musical project as opposed to a horror movie thing and it's cool because when you listen to it it's very <coughs> like like awesome us, yeah it's so uh, good it's uh, like what's the, what's it's the like atmospheric it's, it's like southern folk with like industrial elements to it. If you have any imagination at all, it's, <coughs> it paints a story for you, and it's a scary one. Very horrifying. Um, like... Because it's very unsettling. That's what we're missing in modern horror. That's what I loved about The Witch, is it had that, like, stuff that I can't go into too much detail about. Uh, what you're saying about the... Um, <coughs> what you're saying about paying a story, a lot of the um, songs or their ideas for what they were doing, they took base pretty much off of, like, local legends and other works of that area. I love field recording idea type stuff. It's Because so it really, to me, it, it reminds me of, like... Well, other than the just creepy dissonance of it, it also reminds me of the cool stuff that I like about Godspeed, other than it being really well-written music. It's got the avant-garde style, mm-hmm. almost like documentary... <laughs> documentary clips sprinkled throughout their movements to kind of give you more atmosphere. There's a certain track on the album. I, I actually believe it's what it's called. I think it's called like, uh, I think it's called Use the Axe. <laughs> um, let me just pull it up. <clears throat> yeah, Use the Axe, where intermittently there's a man that just, in part of that, just says, Use the Axe. And it's like, it's creepy as shit. <laughs> like you're like listen to like this this isn't okay. You just take all the guts out and burn the rest. Yeah, like No, I totally understand. You're like this is I'm not okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're like real cool in a real cool way. Like horror music music with yeah, the right amounts of certain things. It's such a weird thing to try to. Yeah, it's it's ambient. It's ugh. it's it's. Yeah. What's it called? What for the, for the the yeah the name of the group? Uh, the name of the group is uh, Ashburn County, and it's <clears throat> the album is a. Uh, I believe it's Our Dead Selves Rise. Yeah, th- I think that's what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, you can find them on Bandcamp. Yes. Uh, you can either get digital copy or. Uh, cassette. If you're a fan of horror, or, well, 
yeah, let's go with horror. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know what kind of music to describe it as, but give it give it a damn shot. Even yeah, if you're not. even if you're into the there is like a genre of music that's field recordings with drone or anything like that, but this has more. no. I mean, but this has got an actual like focal. Yes. Yeah, there's a little more to it. It's it's definitely its own monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fucking sweet. So glad that like. Every now and again, you go searching for something, and you get surprised by what you find. Yes, because normally, like, I found out through it by just buying cassettes, and most of the stuff I pick up is noise stuff or like black metal. <coughs> mm. I picked this up, and I popped, and I was like, "Oh, you, this is good!" You like just bought this. This was I bought like <clears throat> a little bit ago. I don't know why I ever decided not to talk about it on show but this yeah uh, you fucker <laughs> yeah oh, i've been you just been holding this out yeah man what a shithead <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it's always cool when that happens because i am doing <laughs> this for uh for as long as we have now it's it's been quite a while since we started with the youtube show and all that shit but like we've all been spending every week looking for new shit or mm-hmm. at least shit that we hadn't heard of to <sighs> hopefully inform other people who hadn't heard of it but like most of the time you sort of we are catalyzing you you go through the the genres that you know and you always find something but a lot of the time it's kind of like all right this is just another thing in the genre that i like there's nothing particularly like crazy about it just good shit and then every once in a while you'll find one of those bands where it's like holy fuck how did I not know about this? Yeah, uh, yeah, like old wounds. Uh, How did I not know about that? <coughs> I listened to that playlist. I, I uh, recently got my hands on uh, some Mutoid Man, and I had to burn a CD out of it because I just remember they were fucking awesome. Yeah, Mutoid Man. Mutoid Man, um, and Royal Blood. I don't think I talked about one here, but they were like a really cool little uh, bass drum duo. I think in one of the first episodes you uh, yeah my the little rig rundown because his, yeah. his, his 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 setup is really interesting you know what I I, I think I yeah they actually get some radio play don't they yeah yeah it sound they, uh they have a few they have a few songs and their videos I love them because they're like <clears throat> they they kind of harken back to like that that like old nineties style of music video where it like switches between animation and stuff like that like like the animation style has. I'll show it to you guys later. Really yeah, cool. yeah, they're uh, they 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 fall in line with with things like uh, like the Black Keys and all that sort of kind of uh, sort of, but like the Black Keys. Well, the something. Black Keys, the Black Keys have fallen off recently. I, I don't so. know that I agree. I think their last album was incredible. But I still I feel like they 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 are progressively becoming more and more top forty. Personally, this is just personally. I like I, I just hear more top forty spin. Like like tighten up was cool. That that. But like unknown brother, like that that whole album is bluesy as shit, and then like progressively they just become <coughs> more and more just da, 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 da. like it's just. I don't uh, think you. I don't think you listened through the entire album they put out, did you? You should. You you should go home tonight and do that. At least I don't know the shit I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean singles are singles, man. But that that album was pretty fucking cool. Um. Son of a bitch, I was going to go somewhere with that. Now I'm not. Someone else talk. <laughs> oh, <World> Blood. 
Like black keys. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think we got where we're going in that discussion, right? More or less. I think. A band that I recently come in contact with, my buddy Mark, uh, put me on to NB on the Coast. And they were kind of like a band that, like, they they had a short run and they had their niche, their niche fans. If you heard about them, you heard about them. If you didn't, you didn't kind of thing. And uh, they've pretty much been act- inactive for, like, the last few years. But then, uh, apparently, last year, just a few fans just started <clears throat> posting shit on, like, their Twitter and their Facebook. Just, like, posting pictures and, and videos and stuff. And then, eventually, the band responded. And apparently, they have a tour going on this summer. That's so cool. I think that's really yeah. I, I, I have to hear some other stuff. Uh, yeah. the, the one track you played for me really didn't click. But you said, I mean, you mentioned that they're... They're kind of different on every album, yeah, so yeah. like there's there's also like like from what I can <clears> tell, there's like a few years gaps in between each album. Right. I'm sure, there's like some things that you know got tweaked and changed. Um, I'm not 100 percent familiar with all of all of everything they put out, but from sure. what I've from what my buddy has shown me, like he's found like the gems, I guess. Like they they have like a really cool sound. It's like if you're a fan <coughs> of Circus Survive, you'll like them. And I know that like who uh, Circus Survive. Was the band we're contrasting to? I believe. Was it? Uh, yes. You actually mentioned it first. Yeah. Yeah. That band, Envy on the Coast. Envy on the Coast. When I said Circus Survive, I meant Chiodos. Chiodos? Yes. Very much. Like Bone Palace when I started not really caring too much. <coughs> I, kind of reg- I kind of regret caring too much ever, mm. but that's... The elitist side of me talking. I was, I was about <laughs> to mention that. The, <laughs> and the Fiora uh, declared. He definitely, he definitely has the. Um, what's his name? Anthony Green? Uh, he has the Anthony Green style, like. <coughs> I mean, I very much love uh, Circus. Yeah, and so, so to me, like, when, uh, like, some of the songs that I've heard, I've heard really cool elements of, like, Circus Survive meets Taking Back Sunday because they also have, like, the two vocalist thing going on. I'd say Chiodos and Taking Back Sunday. Chiodos, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> really driving Being that very uh, specific with this. I'm being specific because <laughs> if we pulled it back bands. up, they are pretty different bands, and I hear a lot more of it, like, Chiodos was poppier. Mm. So, therefore, like, by reduction... This, uh, I, I can't remember the name of this band's name. Envy on the Coast. I'm gonna forget that in a second. Envy on the Coast. Envy on the Coast. I, okay. um, I feel like they're just a, a little poppier as well. I mean, yeah, they have, they have a few poppy tunes, yeah, but, um... Do they have more aggressive tunes, or did we hear that? They're not, they're not a metal band, or they're like, they're like, I think the genre that they fall into is post, post... No. <laughs> Who fucking do that to me? No, but 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 that, please like, that no. twitch. Please finish no, that one though. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Don't do it. Don't do it. I do need to. I do need to know the rest of the genre that you were. Um, I've seen late. I've seen things saying post hardcore. To be honest, I haven't heard it though. I would disagree, but yeah. you know, I, I I also think it's a that's a, a strongly is a genre that I honestly I hear so many different bands. It, it's such that a label. strongly misused label. Yeah. Um, that it's it's really difficult. Yeah, I and mean, you still hear like a good example of a modern yeah. post hardcore band was Sweet Jesus. You remember they had that real skatey sort of like Fugazi sort of sound. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I blame, um, 
<clears throat> I blame fucking what's his face from Thursday for the misuse of the label <laughs> post hardcore. It's like entirely that. his doing. That's it. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> To be honest, I think I think if, if memory serves, I think the where I saw them labeled as uh, post hardcore might have been when I just looked them up in Google. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, so yeah. or their wiki page or something like that. So, but I don't know. Hey, we 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 <laughs> we also only listen to a single song. Like oh quarter, yeah, yeah, so, of, yeah, of course, of course. Like I said, I I would need to hear a yeah, lot they more. Do, to... They do kind of get a little. They do get aggressive. They do throw down, but like you yeah, know, you, you necessarily have to... have to be throw down. Just something less poppy, you know. Yeah. Like it doesn't necessarily, you know, it's not you... like poppy and aggressive are the only two sides of the spectrum. It's would like... you be angry if I said they're no Android Echo Star? <clears throat> no. Okay, that's all. That's, not, that's my. They're, only they're not a world-changing band by any means, but I, I just thought that it was a cool story that <coughs> there's a band that I, I came back that. from the dead before fans, like just because fans developed. That, I, I really oh, love that cool, actually. Yeah. I think that's really fucking cool, so, regardless of what I, I like think to of you. think. Like one of the band members saw that was like <sighs> making the phone calls. <laughs> Saddle up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the chop. In July, we ride. And then yeah. they then they just had a real-life montage of them, like, gearing up and getting back out on the road to Aerosmith's Back in the Saddle. Or, <laughs> do you remember in It, when he's making the phone calls? No. It's back. That will be fucking me up as a kid. There's gonna be another one. They're doing it's it. It's gonna be lame. They cast yeah, a, uh, it's gonna be I believe they cast a, uh, Clown Man. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Is it the dude from uh, Hemlock Grove? Yeah. Which dude from Hemlock Grove was that? Because they said words, but not specific um, enough. <laughs> they the, said the words. The guy that you start following in from season one. Oh, <clears throat> beard? Oh, blonde dude. The blonde kid. The blonde kid is going to be the clown the man? Team. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're getting the perspective from the first movie is going to be... Who? torturing the kids. Okay, so remember the, the second movie are the kids coming back to the town as adults. Right, remember? so, yeah, now the first one was two VHSs. That's how the fuck I had it. It's basically two different movies. Okay. And they're doing, yeah, they're doing it, they're doing it as two movies. Yeah, like, that's probably that smart. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're um, at least doing that as opposed to trying to cram the entire story into, like, 90 minutes. Why aren't they having the man that played Spalding play Pennywise. I don't think he'd work. It's no. a different type of clown. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to pack to back. And well, yeah. I don't Saint know if they're going like, to Yeah, of course it's still going to be Pennywise. So, yeah, I... Like, okay. Pennywise that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't argue that. That's, that's, that's just one of my fears. Like, like something oh, is going to go terribly <laughs> wrong in this movie. And he's going to be Chuckles. Yeah, like, we're gonna watch, you're going to watch this movie and there's going to be a moment where you're terrified and then it's just like fuck am I watching? But, <laughs> I yeah. just feel like it's going to end up happening. I don't know It's, it's very possible. I feel like it is. If I'll, they put the modern gloss on that, you like, know? they don't realize... To be fair, work. like it was one of the like horror movies that, even as a little kid, I was like, mm, I'm fine yeah, watching this. Right, a good it. <clears throat> the directors from the Modern Evil Dead remake, or the witch director, or 
even the um, Trick or Treat and yeah, Krampus, yeah, the Krampus director. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, what the fuck? Trick or Treat is a fucking modern classic. Uh, Did you see Krampus? Not yet. It's fucking it's so good. Ugh. But yeah, for 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 anyone not familiar, uh, Trick or Treat is a really cool fucking anthology horror movie. Mm. One of those like there's four stories that all kind of tie together in the end and are interwoven. Everyone's hoping he's gonna do a trilogy. I wish mommy was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a great fucking yeah! Watch Trick or Treat, you won't regret it. Krampus was good for a PG-13 movie. So they like, got the real thing. It, it was. They got the dude from Mama directing it. Wait, he really fucked up that fucking movie. Oh, Is that, that Del Toro? Was, no, Del Toro. It was one of those Del Toro presents. Oh. So they tricked everyone into going to see what sure they thought was a did. Del Toro movie. Was, well, the reason why the movie sucked... The reason why the movie sucked is because That's true. it was a short that he made. And it was the short mama that impressed Guillermo del Toro that gave him the shot to make a full feature. The short was fantastic. And they fucked up by forcing him to make the short into a full-length movie. <clears throat> instead of letting him do something new. Oh, so exactly what's about to happen That's why. That's why the first Lights half out. of Mama is pretty good, where the second half it just falls the fuck apart. And he hasn't done anything else since. So this is going to be like his first real chance directing a movie. And they have some unknown writing the screenplay. Alright. Mm, that could go either way, wow. yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's a big gamble. Um, I mean, I love the, the concept of both lights out and um, Mama. Mama. It was. Uh, it could like, have been such an amazing, amazing he, he movie. He developed it a good, creepy not. atmosphere. It, it was not. Neither so bad. But the it just it was bad by the second. Uh, second half was terrible. I enjoyed the first half. Well, and 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 like Frank said, he nailed it. Is that, that you know with uh, with Del Toro, he 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 does wonderful when it comes to the fantasy shit, and oh, and yeah. even being creepy within that. Like, Pan's Labyrinth was fucking. Oh, that was good. Nightmare. That was something but, else. But, but actual like, horror. That was good on a lot of... Re- like, that wasn't strictly a horror movie. Oh, no, no, no. That was, that was not at all uh, a horror movie. No. He just happened Anytime to have I moments see that were rather creepy. And he wrote, he wrote The yeah. Strain. Chronos. Have you watched that? No, it's a scary movie. Wait, what was that one? So, like, like the here's the thing. Creepy? It's very watchable. That's he, he tends to not be scary. Well, I mean, he also did fucking... The one that is, that is almost strictly his doing was, uh, what was it, with fucking Katie Holmes, uh, like, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark or some oh, shit like that. that movie. That was so bad, it's unbelievable. Wasn't that a like, make people not afraid of the dark I don't think it was, I think was that so was his scary. directing. It it's also a remake. Good. What, 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 what was wrong with this movie? Cinema, cinema So, cinema. like, with Alone in the Dark? Which one? Hold on, we gotta focus on I really don't remember something to do with fear and dark if I oh don't be correct. afraid of the dark I or thought don't that fear was the dark it. or something it had little it, it ended up being these little creature things and the setup was like I mean I don't know if they're I remember being extremely dissatisfied with like all the attempts in the movie because it betrayed a lot of my horror movie rules um, like if you're gonna be a monster movie then you should be a fun movie if you're gonna be an actual scary movie, then you can't really be like throwing your 
antagonist on screen all the time because otherwise I'm going to rationalize how to kill him. Um, he, yeah, he, he didn't direct it, but he did help The screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. He helped write it. I uh, just don't think it's his fucking niche. I think he should probably leave it alone. Um, he did Pacific Rim. Eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was great. He that did Pan's Play. That's awesome. Pan's Labyrinth was awesome. I don't Pan's think Labyrinth he should stick incredible. to strictly horror as much as he loves it yet. Yeah, okay. I just had to double check. Like, the strain it. was kind of good. I, I haven't finished the Same newest thing. stuff, but it's Wasn't like, it kind of a little more along the lines of suspense than, like, straight-up horror? But it's... The, so, th- my problem with that is, like, it wasn't enough, I guess, of anything. Like, it, like, some of the horror moments were kind of horrific and or, you know, whatever, kind of gory or whatever. But, I, I don't know, it just wasn't enough of anything to really leave much of an impact on me. I guess the coolest part that I wanted to be done a lot better that he keeps, like, not fucking understanding is, you know, the beginning he had the Dracula creature sort of, um, you know, a lot off-screen, but very ominous mm-hmm. and, like, very imposing, like, big and scary and, you know, that was great. You know, sneaking into people's beds and, like, draining them and, like, that that was really good for a little while, but then he started becoming, like, an on-screen kind of guy and then I immediately lost, like, a lot of interest because you see him and you're, like, you can't ever show someone a perfect monster, at least that- not an adult. That is the modern-day curse in horror movies. We saw it with Insidious. We saw it with mm-hmm. the Babadook. Insidious was going yep. so well. Bob, yeah. Babadook, Babadook was going so well. so good. And yep. the thing is, even once, like... It still was kind of good. They're in, oh, I loved it. I, you know, I, I also really like... Uh, Insidious. At least the first two Insidious movies. I don't know if the third yeah. one came out yet or not. I didn't love the second one, but I really liked the first one. But, yeah, again, like, you know, once you show it... And even with the Babadook, they, they got a little more leeway because, like, even with his initial appearance, it was still kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, there was a lot. When it became too full-on, when he was actually, like, the appearing as really. a full thing in there, it was, like... When she was having the dreams and he was showing up on the television, that was kind of creepy still. Because you still didn't know, like, is that his actual form or is that just some, like, demented-looking thing he chose? Mm -hmm. Then he shows up in the room and it's like, and so, that's it. Yeah. Not creepy now. Nope. Done. Killed. Lost. Lost (laughs) me right there. I mean, you also kind of lost me for segments in the, the further thing. Like, there were segments that were really fun. Like, the family that you see, like, do a quick take, but... Uh, other parts of it were kind of like hard to do. I the, with Insidious for me, it really didn't fall apart until he entered the very Pan's Labyrinth-looking realm of yeah. the demon. Yeah, and there I was like, all right. Oh, yeah, oh okay. When he was then actually... it was just glossy CGI. Yeah, and like, the Tiny Tim thing that that kind of worked lost all lost everything when it was playing and there's the demon like fucking spinning yarn or some shit he's doing something he was sharpening his claws yeah yeah it's just this same thing happened in Jeepers Creepers it's like that movie was going so well gave me nightmares still despite the fact that like at the end of it I wasn't like really bothered anymore 
but like oh, it was, <laughs> well it's a thing it's uh, once I you see a thing you're like oh what? okay shotgun <laughs> that's if i hit it hard enough it'll, baseball it'll bat yeah awesome. i think like, that's <laughs> the fun. most terrifying portrayals of the monster in insidious were the drawings yeah. just the red face that's horrible and like the, this kid yeah. seeing this red face man no, well, I don't you, want that. you're putting it together yourself. That's always much more uh, effective than Awful. showing somebody. Yeah, somebody. like no. Cloverfield. Where, Cloverfield. Uh, Has, I haven't uh, seen uh, ten. Uh, where I think they kind of nailed it, um, despite other flaws with the movie, was with the Mothman prophecies. Oh. Where you never really actually see. Like, you get glimpses, like when it fucking causes them to crash the car, but there's never a moment of, like, there's the Mothman. Like yeah, and I thought that was really well done. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, no, I as, agree. As polarizing as it is, it's also what I really fucking loved about Paranormal Activity. The first one. Yeah. Mm. Well, even, no, I mean, I kind of like. I didn't enjoy that movie until I saw like the first three in sequence because the first one on its own, I I literally I literally remember it ending and going like, what the fuck? The concept's like, been getting abused. Was the scary part. Get, been getting abused since the first one came out, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed a few of them. Like I still watch them because I, I I'm kind of riding off the thrill of the first one. Well, and they they did some really they're they're really creative. Like when they did yeah. the I the can... '80s one with the VHS. I think I've mentioned it even on here before, but the scene with the fucking camera on the oscillating yeah, fan thing. Yeah. Brilliant. Like yeah, that was, was so fucking cool. <laughs> it was. It was goddamn them like milking the, that shit till it's not good anymore. Yeah, like the Paranormal Activity series, it just never got, and I never got into it just because I never got into it initially, <clears throat> because like the first one you have to admit is very dry as far as like no. like horrible, scary moments because like what happens? Okay, so there's a part. You fast um, forward, you fast forward, the door moves. How successful was Okay, the next night, you know, some shit happens next night. He's fucking around the Ouija board. Oh, what's going to happen? He's see, fucking around the Ouija board. There's well, a ghost yeah, in the house. Like, of course. Burst into flames. Of see, course it's going to burst into flames. Where I did... I don't know why I... I wouldn't assume it would burst into flames. I would assume something would happen. Yeah. But... I, I, what, it, see, what, what you're... Everything was just too predictable. Your issue with it is is what I think was its strength. It spent so much time building that atmosphere that when you got to the point where they laid the fucking powder on the floor and then oh. you see the footsteps walking into the room, even though you don't fucking see anything, th for me, it's much creepier the knowledge of, like, there's something in the fucking room with them. Oh, yeah. And that's what the oh, fuck yeah. did it for me. Like, no, and that's the... Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a taste And I'm glad thing. they... Oh, I was gonna say, like, I, know what they didn't do? They didn't show a big fucking dumb demon. Well, I, I got like dumb demon. The I only, can agree with that. The only time him. that shit works is in um, this is the end. Yeah, but I I really got the full effect too because I I caught the very early wave when like you still had to fucking like call theaters to request that they they'd have par they were really brilliant with the guerrilla marketing. Yeah. So I saw that shit like immediately before any serious reviews and when it really gave you the feeling that this could be actual found footage so it, that like oh, okay. that I know, with yeah. that like, I know what you're saying if you're coming at it with that approach then yeah I mean yeah but like I was, actually had no, to go like, home and google and be like that that did that's not actual I've found said, footage right and it's like I've oh no said, those are actors. I've said this to you many times paranormal activity series I love the first one anything after that 
I don't care about because this was a thing that you don't get to do again. This is your first try because you're doing this whole found spooky footage thing. That's it. Oh, um, yeah, agreed. Vi- He's right. Grave Encounters. The right? second one was not as good as the... It was not as good as the first it one. Was pretty, it was pretty... Watching it the second time, I was like... There were scenes that were great. Like, when that dude's, like, coming through the hallway, that was... VHS. Oh, my God! But, like... It's good. It was nowhere near. Like, it yeah. missed. Are, are, are you referencing the movie series VHS? I, uh... The Viral first one... was not good. But the first two or three were... How many are there? There are three, I believe. I was not the, crazy about the last one. The The first one I really enjoyed. Yes. The last one was the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen <laughs> yeah. in my entire fucking life. VHS. VHS 2? Yeah. No, three. The one with uh, the skateboarding kids oh, in Mexico. God, yeah. And the stupid fucking truck. I was entertained, but it was not the first and two. And the, the, the fucking... Demon who rips through the cholo party. Like, <laughs> like, like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. I, was, I was entertained, but I was like, yeah, you know, the most stereotypical fucking West Coast fucking Puerto Rican gangsters uh, get like ripped to fucking shreds. Like you, you like you, you see parts of the footage. Way? Oh, there were guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because the camera went too crazy during the act. I'd imagine there. Was, I'm, I'm sure every actor don't on set. Don't you see set, like hooves, hooves or, or some like beastly? Some, some I don't shit. know, man. It was so dumb. Like, it was like, dumb. I, I was so was, angry. When I think of one of the bits that weirded Holy me shit. out from like the first one, it just kind of gave me that what? really uncomfortable. It was the succubus. Yeah. Yo. That shit. With the oh with the fucking the, the right. hidden camera in the in the, the, the gl- yeah Frank. Oh. Frank what the hat shit fucked me up. that was great that, <laughs> that was, was really good look how well fucking bullshit that shit is show everybody and then we'll put that know. in the context what am I looking at see you you, you fucking people are the reason we can't have good horror movies yeah. <laughs> you people. What? Not- <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we looking at the audience score here? Yeah. yeah. I expect that. Um, because it, 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 I, I've said for a long time, I think outside of being a horror fan, a lot of people just... They, I think it's its own fucking thing. Like, there's a reason why like critics who critique everything else will, like, across the board give every fucking horror movie, like, these horrible ratings, and when you read why, you're like, wow, you don't get it at all. So, I don't know, man. I think it's its own culture. I but just ignore... it's great with critics. Oh, I movies. know, I know, I know. Um, they, I, I can... weird. We're talking about The Witch, and yeah. how well it did with critics, and us, and maybe <laughs> Phil, critics. and Ron, and I Tom. haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll be watching that soon. I'll probably watch it tonight, actually. Dude, it's, Dude, it's totes awesome. worth. If you rent it or whatever, you'll probably end up watching it again tomorrow. Because cool. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, but I'm shocked that people didn't see what we saw, me and Frank. Yeah, there's some. I, yeah. Some people, well, look, the... Isn't it amazing? A movie like that did so poorly with audience reviews, where The Conjuring 2 is the most hyped fucking horror movie, and The Conjuring was the worst thing I've ever watched, uh, short of VHS 3. Um, (laughs) It was, The Conjuring was... ABC's a death too. 
pile of dog shit. I didn't really like the first one. Really I didn't really like the first one either, but I was real bored. Uh, no, no, no. To be fair, the first, the first one was one. like mixed. Like, no, the first, well, of course, the when you have one, the first one had directors. some bits in there, and I just just couldn't get through. <laughs> it's one for it. you oh, know, man. I'm down for it. The the thing is, you're taking a shot there because it's 26 fucking directors. Right. So yeah. like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't want to call it. A, you know, I don't want to call the first one garbage because, like, there was a lot of really cool. There were uh, some. There were some good moments. It was a neat concept too. I just don't understand the insane hype over it. Like, people lost their minds over uh, that fucking shit. I guess it was because it was a neat idea. It was more uh, than really some of them great. Were very, it was kind of. It was kind of just a different way of approaching what VHS had done, though. Things, you, know? you know what I mean? Like, as opposed things. to it being random VHSs, it was letters of the alphabet. I really like, liked the first two VHSs. Yeah, they were great. They Record were really good. One and two, and maybe even three, were pretty good. That I yeah. haven't, I haven't watched through yet. Um, I'll take it as worth. I saw though. the first one or two Spanish ones too. Um, well, yeah, yeah, they're called quarantine. Quarantine. Uh, then I saw all yeah, the, American the Spanish ones. Hey, do you remember that bit in VHS three? Is Latin the correct word? Which one? The the part with the fucking portals and the aliens. Oh, are you talking about the um? Oh, are you talking about the like, the dimensional. Yeah, um, it was all in Spanish, and I don't know if it was a thing or not, but the the version I watched didn't have any fucking subtitles. I, um, <laughs> I think, no, I think ours did. Um, I think, I know you're talking about, because I remember, like, it started off horrific. What was that? It's the one where the dude builds the, like, dimension, uh, like a portal to another dimension, and he sees, like, himself... And they like swap, and then he realizes he's in like a fucking hell dimension. Yeah. Like, uh, when the woman like disrobes, and her vagina is like this, like yeah, mouth gnashing thing. of teeth. Yeah. yeah, gnashing of teeth. That was two. Gnashing at the gash. That no, that was three. VHS. That was VHS three. <laughs> um, but no, like when you what? at the end when you see his, he finally gets back to his, his wife, and. Because he realizes, like, oh, God, what is this this man from this world doing to my wife, potentially? And, yeah, he gets back, and, like, that dude is running back to his world, and he's just covered in blood in the midsection. Oh, no. And, yeah. Yeah, there's a bone cock. So, when he comes back, his wife obviously assumed that that was him, and stabs him, and she's just bleeding from that area. So, because she was implied demon raped. Oh no! Yeah, it was a big dumb piece of poop. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it, was a, it was fucking poopy diarrhea dumps. Why? Like they could have gone with a lot of like implication, but once they showed like the demon people like chasing after him, like police, and you're like. Oh, this is not good. <laughs> Fucking weird genital monsters. Yeah. Fuck out of here. <laughs> it's the only thing that's different. It's the only thing that separates uh, them. Shit. Has anybody seen, um, since we're on the topic, uh, Cloverfield Lane? No. No. Uh, I haven't either. <laughs> 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 Next! 
the next shit. It's pretty uh, much how I feel about it. What's the next uh, big story? Yeah, when I heard it was another story that got repurposed and slapped into Cloverfield, I was like, this can't possibly um, be what I want it to be. Probably not, but we might still get a good... I'm going to eventually end up watching it, but yeah. I'm not proud of that. I, I like just desperate for good horror movies. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for it because I remember just how big the original one was. The original trailer. Oh, were. I love the first one. It was... Like, I went to see that movie. My friend's like, yo, want to go see a movie? I was like, all I was, right. I was wasted when I saw like, the first time. Like, do, you remember, <laughs> do you remember the first time you saw the trailer for the first one? Yeah, and it was like it was just so it was like this mysterious thing, like you, yeah. you know, there's like okay, it remained like pretty party. mysterious. Yeah, and it really, which is and, what I enjoyed about this it. This one, like, I'm pretty sure, like the I feel like the the trailers are misleading as to what the rest of the movie is actually. About. It got it was a concept or footage to another movie. I don't know which is true, but one of those two is, and then they slapped Cloverfield around the edges. So I don't know what it's gonna be. Okay, never mind. That sounds dumb. There's another one that I another anthology. What's the word when there's multiple movies and yeah, it's anthology. anthology. Um, called Holiday Holidays, and that's supposed to have um, Kevin Smith as one of the days. But I heard that was also kind of a steaming pile of dog shit. (laughs) I'm just curious why. I guess that's the masochist in me. I want to kind of yeah. prod it a little bit with my Dang brain. shit. I watched what I thought was going to be uh, a Schwarzenegger zombie movie. <laughs> expecting it to be bad. Because I wanted it. I, that's what I wanted. I just wanted fucking... <laughs> I wanted Schwarzenegger punching fucking holes in zombies' heads. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that was depressing as fuck. <laughs> mm. Like, it was... It, it's a really well done movie. She's incredibly depressing. Hmm. Maggie, by the way. It's called Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, I've seen it pop up. But after you said it was depressing, I'm like, nah, I've been in a generally good mood lately. Yep. I'm going to try and keep that going. <laughs> See how long we can what, ride this train of happy what thoughts. It's about? <laughs> yeah. That's what life's about. Trying but, to ride the train of happy thoughts. It's like waking, wakeboarding. Sometimes you get a little wave and you ride it for a short time. <laughs> Inevitably short. In there are times you catch the sand and you go face first short. into the ground. <laughs> if you go out too far, under so you fucked. Yeah. Uh, this is getting kind of weird and heavy. <laughs> so it's uh, I um, listened to a grindcore band and they were fine. They fine. were called the Vatican. They are fine. They and are okay. They put out an EP called the Trump Card. Yes. Ironic, huh? Mm. <laughs> Seems like a well-timed EP, guys. It's a good thing it's only nine minutes long, but it's... Um, uh, no, it's not bad. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, you know, um, it's, it's pretty straightforward for what it is. It's, yeah. it's grindcore. There's there's no fucking ifs, ands, or buts about that shit. I like when they take time to chug and I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that album. <clears throat> Oh yeah, Grindcore, you listen for the moments of... Like, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Before, 
Because Martin before it devolves into blast beats and an audible screaming. Me and my buddy joke around with uh, Cryptopsy. Said the moments that you look forward to the most while listening to Cryptopsy is when they play something simple. <laughs> because yeah. it's just so crazy all the time. And you're like, oh, that's fucking heavy right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They know what they're doing. Um, oh yeah, we are still. We do. There were things. Yeah, things I, I listened to. Things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're so Phil. Couple, couple bands that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about Phil? <laughs> Sorry, I just threw Continue. That <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there's that Phil thing too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what we we're talking. Right, right, right. Yeah, that was. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that in a minute. Right. But uh, I've been listening to a couple bands that my friend Jess hipped me to. Um, a band called Cursed. Uh, from the 90s, very, it was the first band that I put on, yeah. uh, it's, it's definitely sludgy crust punk, really cool, it reminded me a lot of, um, Tragedy, uh, so I strongly suggest checking them out, I'm, I'm not gonna, we've been talking forever, so I'm not gonna go super deep into shit right now, but, um, there's another band called Burning Love, which was formed <laughs> by, uh, a member from Cursed and some other guys from fucking Canada. Uh, <laughs> but that's much more of a, of a really straightforward... Um, it's very punky. It's hardcore, but it maintains a lot of the, like, the early punk... Um, it's heavy on guitar riffs, which is cool. And not in your typical, like, metal... It, it's more of like they're very they're very rock and roll riffs. Nice. So it's just it's like like the like the very basis of hardcore. It's just really aggressive punk. So okay. I'm a big fan. I strongly suggest everyone check out both Cursed and Burning Love. They were cool. So there's that. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> <coughs> now that we've oh, heard. Phil's music choice. We're now going to hear Phil Ansamo's uh, <laughs> YouTube official choice. YouTube choice. <laughs> so it's something we have to address. Uh, I guess fuck that bullshit. <laughs> it's it's probably not news to listeners. If you follow any of the um, any of the online metal or hardcore punk publications uh, that most of us do, but. Phil Anselmo's channel subscribe to a White Power YouTube channel. But I thought it was about Radical. white wine. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke about white wine, guys. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, you I know. mean, to be fair, there's like two ways you could look at it. Maybe they're just like immature and they can't let a topic die. But that would still mean that they're kind of agreeing with the choices that they made or they just straight up are into that shit and they're tired of hiding it and either way it's shitty i mean unless there's another way to look at it and i can't see that i i don't know what that would be um oops i clicked the wrong button while i was looking at stuff trying to be discreet <laughs> like, I don't know. you know man i just i'm um, i'm i'm so done with the whole thing we we we've discussed What's it? Was there a name for the channel? 
I I, don't I saw the headline and I was. Like, I don't I don't want to say their name. I don't want to spread it. Even if I did know what the fuck it was, um, but look, man. I mean, we had a whole fucking discussion when this whole thing first happened. If anyone really wants to fucking hear that shit, it's up on our YouTube still. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, man. I'm just. I. I can't. It's beating the shit out of, of a dead horse now. Like, dude. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Is uh, is he officially dead to us and this channel? I mean, he has been for me since that fucking happened. I haven't yeah, to I'm not okay with it. I, I, I'm, I'm sick of the fucking arguments that I hear over it. You're wrong. That shit was wrong. It's not okay. I don't give a fuck if you're someone who says, either I'm black and I'm not offended, or I have black friends and I'm not. It doesn't matter whether or not you're offended. That shit's wrong and it perpetuates negative reactions on a specific group of people so fuck off with all of it fuck phil anselmo fuck it dude that, that shit's so fucked and this is just further proof man like what the fuck i don't think i could have said it any better even yeah. if, even if it's even if it's somehow some sick fucking joke or or someone at his label playing around like i'm pretty sure they're still subscribed to it you know, if I was him and I, I, I was trying to make up for it and that happened and it was someone at the label who did it, I'd fucking remove it immediately. I'd put up a video immediately and be like, hey, this happened. This person was fired. We did not like that. None of that happened. Right. No, I totally agree. Damage control. So. Well, it's not even damage control. That would be the right. control. I mean, yeah, but yeah, like, it, it would be the right thing. To da- I don't know. I always classify a negative. Not doing anything is no damage control. They didn't do anything. They, they fucked up and they got caught fucking up and didn't just whatever I, I see a big difference between apologizing and damage control there's usually like a negative implication like well right? I, th- this would be damage control because it's it's you know like let's say that it that he had nothing to do with it but he caught it that's what I mean that you know I, I would say that's that that would be damage control what he'd be doing in that case uh, as far as you know his um, white power, exclamation uh, at dime bash that's more about just straight up apologizing because you just fucked up you know I oh, okay i guess that's a fair flip on the perspective so if, yeah if you're right. gonna look at it that you're way right, Ron. so oh, that has a point <laughs> yeah man just fuck that shit fuck there's so much fucking good music out there. There's yeah. so much great metal. Like there's so that many being people. Said, that being said, Pantera will be missed from my catalog, but I just can't listen to it out of principle. It's a shame too. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know the standings on on anyone else in the band. I don't know what their viewpoints. That sucks because that was like your intro, right? Pretty much, honestly, yeah. Walk, to what? To metal, anyway. Walk, yeah. My, remember my um, my my. Buddy's dad, uh, he he put on Walk and he showed us the music video. Then he told me the story of what happened to Dimebag Daryl, and I'm like, holy shit, metal's awesome! Like, <laughs> metal's fucking crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's a shame, man, because they're they're a lot of people's favorite band. Hey, look, I'm not even telling you not to listen to them, but just don't try to fucking defend any yeah. of this shit anymore. That's really what it comes down to. That's it. You want to listen to them? That's fine. I don't yell at people for listening to fucking Burzum, but like. Just don't try to say, like, hey, this is okay. It's not. Mm-hmm. Neither is the shit that What's-His-Face from fucking Burzum does. Like, he's an asshole, too. You like his music? Fine, whatever. But 
Stop defending people for being fucking assholes, man. Amen. That's it. There's my rant on that shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that sums it up perfectly. It does. It does. I'm done addressing that. Like, I, I don't... If, if, if someone who listens to this wants to approach me about it, don't. You know how <laughs> I feel. I already told you to go fuck yourself, so... Conversation's over. If anything else happens, we'll just fucking... We did have that nasty comment from that dude. Did yeah. we ever check up on that again? Too? Wait, I, I tried what? It. I tried it. Oh, yeah. On that video, we had, like, a nasty comment. Oh, on nasty. the video about the dime bash we, thing? We yeah. apparently got to a white supremacist. Jeez. Oh, he was so mad. He was, oh, is he, he, he like, legit pissed. white supremacist? He was, like, yeah. die... Die something. He said some some nasty, some hurtful oh. things. You talk to <laughs> him. Oh, Hold on. Let's put. I, all right. Duh. Fuck it. Conversations open. Put. I want this shit on the record. Read this fucking comment. I will. Me. I'm about to find it. Yeah, yeah. While yeah. we're while he's finding it, I have a very short announcement. Um, new Dillinger, possibly soon. I hope so. I fucking do too. Are they? I liked their last album. They have never been a disappointment. No. No. I, <laughs> I, I like them on a level kind of like Converge, and the Chariot, where I've I've not really been disappointed. Like there's people that don't like certain Converge albums, but I'm like, well, shh, shh. it's fine. Yeah, surprisingly, it's the earlier Converge albums that I'm not as big a fan of. But it's still fine. I mean, I still like them. <laughs> yeah, They're not bad like... albums, but like. You know, it's where, because I, I remember when they first came out, I, I heard it and I just, like, kind of wrote it off as, like, another metalcore band. And then I think, like, I forget which album it was that really fucking hit me. Like, a friend of mine was like, you, you should really give Converge another chance. And I was like, fine. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so. So, I will go through the... Nothing ever got farther than what we did, but so I will read the conver- I will read the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy Walt, I'm not gonna go through his name because fuck yeah, this guy. yeah, nah. <clears throat> a fucking one-legged six-year-old midget could whip all four of you faggots. You give beards and dicks a bad name. <laughs> How do you even call yourselves men? I hope all of you get stomped to death by whatever you hate the most in this world. Yes, we got our first hate. Hold on. To which I respond, I was like, what? I was like, so because we have a problem with racist behavior, we're not men. Just stay in whatever cave of shit you live in so the rest of the world doesn't have to deal with your idiocy. (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) Frank's definitely who we have to unleash on these people. (laughs) Mike. Woo! We got one, boys. (laughs) Thanks, Walt. You're number one on our dumbest comment reel. We'll keep you updated on your status and following up, so be sure to subscribe for more episodes featuring Beards to Envy, pal. Also, I was wondering, if you're the one in charge of who should and shouldn't have dicks and beards, can you enlighten me as to how you got such an erect title? That was a dick joke about how you rate dicks, get it? (laughs) To which, some dude, some, like, magician... (laughs) Yeah, like, he was a magician. (laughs) He was a magician that does, like, kids' parties. (laughs) Yes! He was responding to to Walt. He was like, yes, but the power of this world doesn't lie in who wins in a fight. How brave of you to say such aggressive words from an anonymous YouTube account. I bet you are fat and live in your mom's basement, you loser. 
Mike was kind of like, he's like, who's that directed to her? Frank and other showers can't figure out who's scolding. Which I was like, pretty sure he's scolding Mr. White Power. And Mike's like, it would make more sense. Just wondering. <laughs> uh, he just swooped in like Magic Batman. I know! From, from probably the like, UK. With, like, we kind of came, <clears throat> came at this dude like, yo, motherfucker! And this man just like, <laughs> With enlightening words. <laughs> it's just like, hmm, no. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I missed all of this. Uh, I, yeah. I think this was during the, like, transition period that I was like... It was, right, it was right before MAGFest, I think. It was. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that, that explains so, it. So, I remember like, I was at work, and I was like, you know what, I need <laughs> to pay... You text me, and I'm like, oh, shit, some shit. <laughs> I was like, I need to go, like, if we have people commenting on our videos, I want to be able to, we should reply to them, and like... Right, right. Because I noticed, like, I went back to some older ones, I watched them, and I was like, oh, shit, like... Like Drew was saying things. Yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, like, I didn't reply, like, making them out of shitty. So I was like, let me see our most recent one. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> like, instantly, I was like, let me, just to clarify, to make sure he's mad, like... To make sure he wasn't upset about us hating on a band, let me make sure he's hating on that. I like clicked on his his Time page. Stamp. Oh, his page. Oh, I clicked okay. on his page, and it's all just like white genocide videos. Oh, and, like, sweet Jesus! And I was like, oh no, okay, he's mad about the yeah, whole his, song, his, thing. his viewing preferences were questionable to say the least. Well, hey, uh, Walt I feel like Lanker, he probably spent that day just looking up Phil and Somo <clears throat> videos and people bashing it and just threatening them. Just like, rah, 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 just mad. like dry, I this video just to make dry mad jerking, mad. just angry jerking. Yes. Well, hey, man, um, um, um hand like sandpaper. <laughs> I'm sure you're never gonna hear this uh, in whatever fucking cave you live in. Uh... And, and I suppose this is a bit belated on my part, but fuck you too, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck off. Get fucked, dude. Get fucked. I don't give a fuck about you, and we outnumber you. Like, not even just us, but all of us. This whole community of people who are pushing against your fucking backwards views, we fucking outnumber you. I'm pretty sure... You are dying off. I'm pretty sure that English magician can make his fucking beard and dick disappear. <laughs> Turn into a bunny rabbit. Yeah, that guy. Oh, man. You I have I, a bunny rabbit for a dick. That guy is awesome. <laughs> I love that guy. That's what I was, I, was, I, was like, I was like, who is this guy? I was like, oh, shit, he does, like, I think kids' parties and shit. <laughs> and he has, like, one playlist at the bottom that's metal. Yeah. <laughs> this so is the best weird. dude ever. We need to be friends with this man. We need to get him on a fucking Skype call. Oh shit. Come to find out was just, Mike just made like a fake account. He was drunk and forgot. And 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 to photographed a hundred pictures with me and little children in different, <laughs> in different places. Yeah. With prosthetic makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in England. Oh. Wow. I well, think thank you for, for fucking hipping me to that shit. <laughs> wow. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we pissed <laughs> off some dumb fucking backwoods white power motherfucker. Eat a dick. Uh, yes. Score I, one for us. Fucking A. I feel like that is a, uh, a great note to conclude on. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna get any better, guys. Holy shit. Right. That's the last time we ever, like, hot phrased one of our videos. <laughs>
We, we totally put a, you totally put up like Phil on some of words is a dick and then like <laughs> I'm sure that was our highest video count oh, fucking yeah. ever because everybody was on that shit don't double the views of every other video what was it like 64 so damn wow that's, that's that's quite big for our tiny little operation yeah on that we hope you've uh, Enjoy your destination. Extra long episode. Yes. Double. You may unbuckle, ladies, and good night.